everyone and welcome back to the cool down room today we're going to be chatting about the saudi arabian grand prix and i am joined making his official cool down room debut by the lovely dan hello hello <laughs> I, I, I don't know how this works but no i yeah. I, I didn't think that far ahead to be honest that's okay yeah i'm dan um <laughs> i'm 20 from america I'm a college student. Am I introducing myself now? <laughs> yeah, Is that yeah, something we do? Yeah, go for it. Go for cool. it. I don't really I, have a format that's basically yet. All, to that's honest. basically all I was going to do. Um, <laughs> yeah. My favorite driver is probably Science and Sergeant. Sergeant just because it's cool to see an American driver. But Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. You're our token American here on the cool down room. <laughs> um, representing the new American fan base. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, so, and you guys yeah. already know me, so I don't need to introduce myself. <laughs> now the mic knows you too. Yeah, the mic, the mic definitely knows me. Um, so yeah, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Bit of a boring race overall, I would say. I mean, maybe you enjoyed honestly, it. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you enjoy um, every race. <laughs> well, no, I mean, there was a period. No, I mean, first of all, I, at least for me, I think what helps. I think we've established it's over. Like the championship. Verstappen's winning the championship. <laughs> Red Bull's winning the championship. It's, it's, it's over. It's race. Two it's over. It's, already it's over. over. It's over. <laughs> I. Well, we we can discuss a bit more on it soon, but I'm like. 80% confident Verstappen's winning the championship. 100% confident Red Bull's winning the championship. It's agree. over. Yeah. So the joy of it right now is less who's going to win the championship. Best more of the watching, rest. More watching the rest of the battle. So first of all, you have Verstappen starting in P15. Mm. And just like seeing like, I, I was 100. Are we are we discussing results now? Or is it yeah, we can just, like, yeah. If, Spoilers ahead if you haven't seen the race <laughs> Don't yet. worry, I'm pretty it's... sure they've all seen the race. If you've mm. made it to the cooldown room, those chances are you've probably not been able to avoid spoilers. Cause, yeah, oh, that's know, true. Yeah, it, there are spoilers running a lot. It's hard to avoid so, yeah. spoilers for F1. <laughs> I was like 100% sure that Verstappen was going to just drive from P15 to P1. Easily. Really? Yeah. Did no, you I not... didn't think there'd be any question. Did, Did you not think Checo would cause a problem? Well, I mean, I didn't think Checo would just let him pass, but I True. thought Verstappen wouldn't have any have any problem getting to Checo. It was uh, 25 laps, and Verstappen was already in like P2. Mm. Like Checo held him, held that five second gap for like yeah. the whole last half of the race, which is impressive. But and I, I love, to, I don't, I don't. Do we talk about? I don't know how this works exactly. Talk I, about I, whatever we I want. Swear, relating I watched, to the race. I did. Wa <laughs> I watched the first episode of this. That's okay. And everything. But I wasn't sure. I'm not sure if there's an order we have to follow. No, look, yeah, there's, I mean, there's no rules here. Nothing is censored. Checo, <laughs> Checo held half, held the five second gap mm -hmm. for a decent portion of the race. Like a, it was at least the last half of the race. I did not expect that because the amount that Verstappen gained on everyone else, without Checo really gaining much on anyone else, was insane. Like yeah. you, it, it, I mean. I, I figured he would just pass Checo at some point. Right. I think I'm going to have to, like, officially check, but I'm pretty sure my predictions for this race was for Max to come P2. So okay. I actually did correctly predict that. 
um, yeah. with, with Perez winning, and I think I said mm -hmm. Alonso third actually. Yeah. Um, either Alonso or Russell, which actually yeah, is kind of what happened in the end. So <laughs> I was pretty yeah. spot on with my predictions for that one. Mm -hmm. So my logic with the whole Verstappen thing. I agreed sure. that he would have no problem cutting through the pack because, you know, that Red Bull is a rocket ship. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we, we saw it in Bahrain. We've seen it again in Saudi Arabia. It does not look like there's any team who's going to be able to stop them right now. Um, yeah. And fair play, honestly. It's another mm -hmm. brilliantly designed piece of machinery. Um, but I figured with the amount of time it would take Max to get through the pack, he'll be stuck behind slower cars a little bit. My logic was just that the amount of time that he'd be behind, he just wouldn't be able to catch up. Mm -hmm. And I, that is basically what happened. Like well, he didn't really have much more in the tank, if that makes sense. I agree and disagree. Okay. Um, I, re I will say he was helped by it. There was a safety car in there that helped him with the pit. Yes. Although a lot of the... I think he was in like P5, P6 by the time the safety car came out. Um, but again... He had the whole second lap, but second half of the race behind Checo. Yeah. And Checo's not faster than Max. I think that's pretty well established. If yeah. Checo seems to be pretty good on pace, but even if Checo is three tenths slower a lap, twenty five laps is. Yeah. I, I that's more than enough for Verstappen yeah. to make up the time. And just for the viewers, I'm sure everyone knows this by now, but by no means are we hating on Checo or trying to diminish his mm. ability as a driver. No, he's. As an Albon fan myself, I'm very much used to the Max Verstappen mm -hmm. teammate grind. It's it's difficult. He is Max is just one of those drivers that is just so quick on a one lap mm -hmm. pace and he's able to just go and go and go at that same level and just not lose that consistency. So yeah. it's it's great to watch. But also it's not great to watch because <laughs> we want to see some Verstappen, variety. Yeah. <laughs> Verstappen is a great driver. And mm -hmm. we, we, we've we known that. Yes. It's just now he has by far the fastest yes. car. And to be fair, it, Checo did well. Checo mm -hmm. did everything he needed to do. He kept that gap with Verstappen. So it's not he can match Verstappen at race pace to some extent. Yeah. It's just like... I don't know. Are we focusing on the race right now? Anything I'm not too we want. Just anything I want. Anything okay, we then want. let's jump into this right now. So we've talked about this before. How can Checo win a championship? If you haven't seen that episode, go back to do it. Previous videos I'll on the last Lap Lucy channel. Make it pop up right. Oh, <laughs> you can do that. But um, it's also pretty obvious that it's either Verstappen winning the championship or it's Checo winning the championship. And I bet most people are betting on Verstappen. I, and that's nothing yeah. against Checo. Just, you know, we saw in Bahrain. Like, let me double check that. But I believe Verstappen was like 25 seconds ahead of Checo. Yeah. Okay, 11 seconds ahead of Checo. Okay. By the time the race <laughs> was over. But that's the same team. Yeah. And Verstappen started P1, ended P1. And I'm pretty sure Checo started P2, end, ended P2. I think they were they did qualify one yeah. and two. Yeah. I seem to remember that as well. I mm -hmm. seem to remember it being pretty straightforward for Red Bull at the front, but then so, it all kicked off behind. Yeah. <laughs> so the big thing, Checo, he, Checo needs more situations like this. And he he hopefully doesn't have to rely on Max, on the Red Bull being unreliable yeah. for Max or anything. But like, if he can out, he needs to not only out-qualify Max, I think Max has to maybe start like P5, P4, P5. Yeah. 
so maybe Sacheco Max has time to build back. Slips yeah. up in quality, maybe. Mm -hmm. If Max is pushing too hard, mm. like the thing is, it's really hard because Max is also really he's consistent. so consistent. That's the thing; he's not very accident prone, and mm -hmm. the only quality mistake I can think of from Max in recent times was I think Saudi Arabia 2021, which was yeah. And that's the, the thing. That, that was the second been. to last yeah. race of a championship <laughs> where they were going, where they were within one win of even on points. Yeah. And Versace was, was being pushed to the edge. They were. They are the biggest rivals we've seen in a yeah. long time. Ugh, that championship. Um, the, that was the tough. That was the like closest championship we've seen in a very over twenty years. Mm. Um. <laughs> and <laughs> so yeah, he. He was pushing really hard. To, I don't know how you can really like fluster Verstappen or anything. Like you, could, yeah. Like he's he's got like nerves of steel. Like mm -hmm. I I feel as though he always says he's not scared, even if he is. I actually remember Abu Dhabi twenty twenty one. He was interviewed on the grid. <laughs> he was chill, and he was he was acting chill. So he was there like, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not worried. I'm not nervous. It's just another race. That was him trying to convince himself that I think mm -hmm. because he was saying that to the cameras. You know, he's trying to keep up his um, brave personality, um, so to speak. But I seem to remember an interview coming out about a month later where he actually admitted he was really scared on the inside and, like, my heart. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing with Max. He never... You never see him crack. Um, mm -hmm. He is so focused and determined. And the fact that he was really only scared for that final race in Abu Dhabi, which... I would be scared. If I was doing yeah. just any <laughs> F1 race in any car, if I I was scared going karting with no stakes. <laughs> um, so, you know, Max, I fully I I fully um understand why he was scared and I think it's just so impressive that that's what it took to finally get him nervous. Mm -hmm. Um and even then he still didn't show it. He still didn't let us in on that until well after it it was all over so exactly it's a, it's a very interesting one with Max. yeah but when it comes down to it Checo's gonna be there to pick up the pieces absolutely and he's um, so consistent which is like mm -hmm. one of Checo's they're both biggest... really consistent yes and that's why Red Bull are gonna have such an, a strong season once again because both the drivers are just there consistently picking up a really good haul of points as long as the car finishes, it's a one-two. Yeah. That's finishes without damage, I guess. That's our point. Is, so we did yeah. hear on the radio, towards the end of a race, some some trouble maybe brewing at Red Bull um, regarding the car. Do you have any idea what was going on there? Because I did not. So. I seem to remember they, they came explained, on the, the radio. The commentators explained it. You mean Checo or Max? Both. Or both. Either. So Checo... <laughs> His break wasn't now. I I know last week, now two weeks ago, Neil gave some really good engineering stuff. I'm gonna give some. Here's my take on it. Okay. Checo's break wasn't as firm as it's supposed to be. Okay. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna um, trust that was Checo's problem. <laughs> as for Verstappen, it was. I think Verstappen was something different. I remember him saying downshift. That's okay. all I remember. Yeah, I. I... Um, Kind of they both out. had problems with their cars. With that being said, although it sucks to see, that's not like it could make a difference in the championship. Yeah, but it's not um, the end of the world. 
it, it'll, it'll make a difference. It could make a difference in the drivers' championship, is what I want to say. Right. Because we're really early on. They're one point apart. No, are they? Yeah, they're one point apart. Yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, because they're because they both one had a one-two. Mm -hmm. They had the one-two Checo, um, Checo Max. Yeah, it was and then just the one-two. One yeah, Max Checo yeah. and then Checo Max. Yeah, then Max and there was the only one fast. Lap. They only, only one of them got a fast. Shout out to Joe, fastest yeah. lap in Bahrain. <laughs> so here's where it could get interesting if if Max does have issues like this, like specifically Max, mm -hmm. um. To the point where Checo keeps picking this stuff up. Um, and Checo's leading. Yeah. That's where we're going to see the relationship crack even more. Mm. And that's where Max is going to lose his cool a bit more. And maybe Checo as well. I would and agree. that could be where we have a fight on our hands. I would agree. So kind of mm. like the Rosberg-Hamilton um, exactly. situation. <laughs> Which is what I said. In you did. You episode. did say that. You I did. don't think Perez is going to come out and win a championship this year. <laughs> I doubt it. But if he, if he gets a good start to this to this season, he could have a shot. He needs he needs a decent amount of luck on his hand, and he needs to really be in it. But yeah, he could. He could. He could for sure. I mean, he was almost leading the standings after this recent race. Yeah, for the first time in his career. Yeah. Go Chaco. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, I was gonna say something actually. In addition to what you'd said. Oh yeah, the rivalry, Max and Chaco. So, yeah. do you think it's likely that we'll see more of a an explosive like rivalry? Because forget the forget the on track stuff. I'm thinking more about the social relationship between the two. Mm -hmm. At the moment, it seems like, you know, Chaco's very happy being number two to Max. They have a solid teammate bond. You know, we have seen a few cracks over the last few months, perhaps. Um, and I want to point out that, and again, I don't want to read too much into this, but Max actually went and sat in Checo's P1 chair in the cooldown <laughs> room. Shout out to the real F1 cooldown room. Uh, <laughs> this is the better cooldown room, though, that we're in. Woo! Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so we actually saw Max sit down in Checo's P1 spot. Probably out of habit, probably also out of him just spotting a nearby seat <laughs> and just wanting to sit yeah. in it. I don't blame the guy. Um, but I think as well, it was quite telling that Max asked what the fastest lap was and his engineer said, oh, we're not targeting fastest lap. And Max was kind of like, aren't we? <laughs> um, so then Max actually mm -hmm. did end up hardcore pushing on that last lap and did get the fastest lap. Um, so clearly, it's on his mind. He wants every single point he can get. I don't think mm -hmm. it was necessarily I must beat Checo. I think it was just him trying to get every point he could. But there is definitely potential for rivalry. You know, it felt like they were both getting competitive with each other in that race. We heard Checo come on the radio and say, um, what's Max's laps? Um, which again, it's fairly normal for teammates, but I felt as though there was definitely competitiveness in there. Mm -hmm. So, what do you think? Do you think and this could brew? Yeah, that's something. I... So now that you're mentioning it, I didn't think it hit me. I didn't think it was still right now, but because you know, we also saw Max came in second. A few things with that in Max's interview, you could just tell he wasn't fully satisfied with that race. Yeah. Like you could see it in his face. Yeah, and also Yost Verstappen. His father 
he was barely smiling. He was a second. He was mad. He, he was like he wasn't happy. <laughs> but now I want I want to add on. If we go back to Brazil last year, where Max didn't give Checo the position back, and that's where the drama kind of started. Yes. I I also want to mention now. I'm thinking about how he was raised <laughs> and stuff like that. Verstappen is probably just like go for every point, no matter what kind of thing. Hundred yeah, percent. Was possibly raised like that. And I don't think it's like obviously Brazil was definitely somewhat selfish, but also like if he wants all the points he can get, he's gonna do whatever he can to the point where he can do that, even if he doesn't need them. Yeah. But as for their rivalry, um it's it could be really interesting because I remember when I'm watching the race, some people were talking about like team orders and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the big thing, I know Verstappen is who Red Bull supports. We know that. They've he, raised him. He is from their like star 20, driver. 2016, he got his first win in his first race at Red Bull. Gosh, it's he, so long ago. Yeah. And he's been, he's been with them ever years. since. He, he's been with Red Bull longer than almost any driver has been with most teams. I mean, I don't, I'm, I I don't, I'm not saying this from one. knowledge. But, like, Hamilton was with Mercedes since 2013. That's a long one. Um, yes. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm for, trying to think. This is a, Schumacher spent a decent amount of seasons with Ferrari. But really, you, drivers don't stay with teams for usually that long of time. Yeah, and yeah so, I think it's only really okay. Hamilton that's... Yeah. Yeah. I and look Schumacher where Hamilton him is him. right but the now. Whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the as though he's thing. won championships, not as though he's stuck in a team that's not okay. doing great. I just to clarify, yeah. I was not laughing at that. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying is, obviously, we can we understand that Red Bull favors Max. Yes. With that being said, they're not fighting a championship battle against another team this year. We're only two races, and things can change. But I'm pretty confident, and I think they're pretty confident, they're not fighting a a battle a race a championship battle against another team yes i don't see why they're gonna feel any need to especially with checo with how consistently they're one two no matter the order typically max checo i don't think red bull is gonna feel as much of a need to do team orders yeah no, um, I would so agree. I feel like they could let them fight. With yeah. that being said, I don't know how often Checo's actually going to be fighting Verstappen from like trying yeah. to pass him. But Checo's, we've seen him. He can be good on defense sometimes. The Mexican Minister um, of Defense. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's not like him defending Verstappen is going to ruin anything for Red Bull. Obviously, Absolutely. if Red Bull really have an issue with it, they can be like, oh, your contract is up in, in more sooner than Verstappen's <laughs> or something like yeah. that. Because, you know, there's this whole conspiracy that Ricardo can take his spot or something Which like I'm, that. Which I really don't. I doubt it. I know. Yeah. We've it's... been saying the whole time. It's not It's not realistic at all. Ricardo's, I'm sure Ricardo's is a great driver. Mm-hmm. Anyone in, in, who's gotten to that level is. but He's a race winner. He's a, yeah, he's he's won, he's won more races than Checo so far. Yeah, as of just now. About. He's won he's won eight. Yeah, Checo's, Checo's Checo got just got five. his fifth. Yeah. Yep. Look at us. So you know, with Ricardo, <laughs> sorry, I know this is a whole different. Subject, no, it's fine. But, you know, Go for it. Ricardo's a great driver. Anyone who can get there is a great driver. Ricardo, you if you're not on Hamilton levels or something like that when you're getting into that age, you're not gonna remain at a seat like that. Like Raikkonen, yeah. he went to Alfa Romeo. Bottas went to Alfa Romeo. It's not just an age thing, obviously, because it's just well, it's 
it's not just because of their age, but it's because there are also younger drivers coming up. Yeah. Like, Ricardo had to, in my opinion, it was take that half seat or that Williams seat. I think he mm. talked to both of them and deal with it if he wanted to stay in F1. He's not coming back with a high team. At best, I could see some crazy, like... No, I said, even Aston it's even Martin? hard to say Alpha... No, I was going to say Alpha Tauri. But Alpha because Tauri, like, did if, someone if, say? <laughs> if Red Bull wanted to give him a shot... Yeah. And be like, hey, if you do really well in this car... Like, if they put him in there for 2024 and then decided contracts after that year... And Ricardo just pulls off a miracle with that Alpha Tauri... Yeah. I don't know if he'd be willing to settle for that, but... I, you know... Yeah. Um, Crazier things have happened. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, yeah, I'd that's... say if, if Ricardo's going anywhere in silly season, it would probably be somewhere like Aston Martin, because he's not driven there yet. <laughs> but he's not. But he's, he can't go to Aston Martin. Why? The, you think Alonso's leaving? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alonso <True. laughs> is happier than we've ever seen. Alonso's and living his best obviously, life. Obviously, <laughs> Stroll's not leaving. That's something I want to discuss, too, though. Okay. I mean, Alonso's Stroll. not got too many more years left in him. He doesn't, but, but he's, he's going to keep... If there's any hope of a championship yeah. for Aston Martin, which there's tech... You know, I mean, there's really not this He's year. had two podiums out of two, though. He's had, but that so have Max, so have to... Checo. Yes. <laughs> but still... <laughs> Aston Martin is a great car, and I wouldn't be surprised if they get second place and if we see a lot of that podium of Max, Checo, and Alonso. I wouldn't be surprised if on the right day the right things happen and Alonso gets the win. Yeah. If the Red Bulls are out of it for some reason, if, if there's a Red Bull bang or something like, you know, like, yeah. it, I don't know just if that's to, what it's commonly no, just called. To explain, I just... No, it's not. <laughs> just to explain for our viewers, that's somewhat of an inside joke um, between... Oh, that's, that's an inside I, joke? I oh, shoot. I think so. Um, okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. So shout out to my <laughs> F1 Discord server, which is a private closed community. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but maybe message me on a platform if you are interested in joining and I will selectively consider. Anyway, um, so we, ages ago, like two years ago, we were making this joke that, um, you know, it's one, when one Red Bull goes into another Red Bull. <laughs> I was just assuming it was because of the crash. Okay, well, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, yeah, gosh. so, and then, <laughs> it's a and reference that's to how back an Alpha Tower gets born. Oh my god, <laughs> I didn't know this part, I swear I didn't. <laughs> You're too innocent, okay, okay. But yeah, um, Baku 2018, they crashed yes. into each other, they were both out, that, yes. that's what I'm talking about. Yes. I feel like, even <laughs> if there's not much of a championship fight, I feel like, Checo and Max could have that flare up where they crash into each other, and then Alonso just coast for a pretty yeah. easy win after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless Ferrari or Mercedes somehow pull it together a little more. I mean, they're, they're very close. Those three teams, I'd say Aston. They're relatively yeah. close. Aston Martin's decently ahead to the point yes. where Alonso has consistently been yeah. the top. Although um, Bahrain, he was below a few of them. Mm. I would confidently say that Aston Martin is the second quickest car on pace right yeah, now. Same. Like fairly confidently. I think it just mm -hmm. makes sense. They've they've got good race pace. Um mm -hmm. clearly the Ferraris and Mercedes weren't making any ground on them, so I would say Yeah. yeah. Safe bet. Aston Martin is the second best car. I think Alonso will stay 
as long as he can fight for podiums in that Aston yeah. Martin. I'm hoping it goes up for them because it would be cool to see him fighting for a championship. Yeah, imagine. But that would be I the real just... definition of old versus yeah. new. The whole Alonso, like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I bet, I bet Alonso will ret- retire from Aston Martin. Yeah, unless I would if agree. anything could happen. Goodbye, Fernando. Honest. See you when you come back. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I mean, he's still got. He he's in his forties. Wait, is, I think he's in his forties. Forty-one, I would have guessed. I think so. Yeah. And that's um, he quite is old for an yeah. athlete. That's old for F1. Yeah. Like when you think, especially just across sport in general, <laughs> Olympic athletes, mm-hmm. they're like, what, maybe no, retire at 30? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, probably helped yeah. by the fact that they get a load of money, but also, you know, they're past mm-hmm. their prime at that point. Yeah. Alonso still has championship talent. Yes. Well, I don't know what he was like back in the day, but he could, if he, if he was in that Red Bull, not that he, I don't know if he's better than Checo. I don't know if he's better than Max. I feel like he could definitely put up a fight and he could yeah. do me at least as well as Checo. I, so, you know, if I could, I don't really see any of the top, like the top, top three, as in like Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, pulling Alonzo. Um... I feel like Red Bull has other options, but also they had other options when they signed Checo. Yeah. Um, I feel like Mercedes has other options, although Mercedes doesn't have like another. Well, Vesti's coming up, but we don't Vesti we don't won, know about Vesti yet. Vesti won the feature race actually. He did. Yes, F2. but. You know, it's been four races. Some good luck, actually, for, on Vesti's part. Did you watch the F2 race? No, I didn't. Okay, yeah. So, um, long story short, um, it was Behrman and Victor Martin? Martin? Victor Martin? Yep, that sounds um, right. He was... Um, the two of them were like... kind of fighting it out towards the front. Um, mm-hmm. Behrman went for a Did move. Did they crash or something? No, no, no. So Behrman went for a move and then he kind of ended up slightly out of position and Vesti just took advantage and kind of skated past Behrman um, Mm -hmm. and those two teammates I'll mention. Sorry, I know we've gone a bit off off F1 topic (laughs) here, but it's fine. We're going to learn a bit about Formula 2. Behrman and who were were fighting? um, Victor Martin. Oh, Vesti's teammates. Victor Martins is... He's French. <laughs> okay, so, so Behrman and Martin. Yes. So they Martin were fighting. Retired. Yes, I'll get to that. So okay. Behrman actually <laughs> spun um, later on. So mm, Vesti got okay. past Behrman. But then at some mm. point, Behrman was probably a bit frustrated being stuck behind. And can I just say, I do love Ollie Behrman. I have filmed a video with him. If you do want to watch it on my YouTube channel, head over to my oh. YouTube shorts. <laughs> Um, we did a little this or that quiz, so if you do like Behrman, please do go and watch that, because you will enjoy it. Um, anyway, so yeah, Behrman spins, I feel really bad for him. Uh, definitely a weekend to forget after what happened in the previous day's sprint race, where he got absolutely <laughs> crashed into by Theo Pocher. Um, anyway, Victor Martin just messes up a corner, also spins. Um, he hits the back of his car against a wall ever so slightly it's just a light tap he ends up stuck by the side of a track for a little while because the cars just kept coming around the corner it was just not safe for him to re-enter the track 
Um, mm. When he finally did re-enter the track, he pretty much lost the engine. He managed to get, get across the track, and then the engine just had gone, and he couldn't uh -huh. get it restarted. Wow. So he did have to retire due to lack of <laughs> engine. <laughs> um, wow. So that was that. So it was a huge shame yeah. for him. He was driving really well until that point. So Vesti mm -hmm. started P6 and won the race. So hooray for Vesti. Nice. Um, yeah. Would Vesti make it to F1 though? I don't know. There's That's... not really anywhere open right now. Okay. So what I think about that. Yes. And we'll get back to Formula 1 in a second yes. here. Or if you, uh, you're the host. But um, <laughs> Vesti's in the Mercedes Academy. Yes. If... Toto has a way of finding seats for people, I feel like. I feel like if Vesti's doing well in Formula 2, he can get a seat in Formula 1. But we don't see a lot of just rookies jumping to the top team. Mm. I think Hamilton is the only recent example of that with his starting McLaren. at McLaren. Yeah. And it's different. Like, Russell had to go through Williams. I wouldn't be surprised if Vesti had to go through a smaller team. I wouldn't be surprised if... Like maybe we see Mercedes get back. I'm. This is still very unlikely, but let's say we see Mercedes get back up to form. Hamilton yeah. wins his eighth championship, retires, and Mercedes want to put Vesti in the seat, but they don't want to be a rookie in that seat. Yeah. So they're like, hey, let's put Alonso in. The like they they, they they'll do almost from... what. Yeah. They'll do what Alpine wanted to do to Alonso. Yes. And just put him in the seat for a year or two and Alonso can then retire from Mercedes and they can be like or Mercedes can be like, Hey, time's up. Or you yeah. know, it could be some sort of agreement yeah, yeah, if yeah. Alonso doesn't want long term himself. And then Vesti can come in after that. So I could I could there is there is a universe where Alonso goes to Mercedes. <laughs> but I I am because you know, it like because people have discussed like Lando or Gasly or or I I don't know some of the younger drivers being going to Mercedes because like you know Lando definitely deserves a good car yeah. and stuff like that, but if if Mercedes is really supporting Vesti and Vesti is doing well, then they could be like well then they can't be as committed to someone like Lando yeah or someone who's not going to retire in a while even though they could always just kick them off like you know they can kick anyone they don't need to be considerate. Just like Alonso could be a good option if Mercedes jumps and Aston Martin falls. Um, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> just no, yawning good. away it's... here. Yeah. <laughs> I will say the time of recording it is almost midnight here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what That's I get for doing this recording. with an American. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I some feel like we good... went through a bunch of different topics. Yeah. For that. Um. <laughs> There was a yeah. parent. There was an F one race this last weekend. I, I don't know if you heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, something else. Uh, something else I want to talk about. Okay. Aston Martin. Yeah. What's up? I know. I we're we've barely talked about the race, but we'll okay. we have a bit. There's not Max, that much to talk. Checo about. Checo won. Max got second. Alonso yeah. third. That's all you need. To the know. end. Um, <laughs> I, I right, want to talk about Stroll at Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah. Go um, for it. Stroll. We love Stroll. This is now, a Stroll Pete, positive Pete Stroll get, channel. Yes, yes, yes. Stroll gets hated on a decent amount, or used to, because he he was his father owns the team. Mm -hmm. Um, he still gets a lot of hate for that. He still does. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, I'm just Unfortunately, saying. Like, when it comes to nice. standings, <laughs> Stroll uh, Stroll obviously had the unfortunate retirement, 
but Stroll is like Stroll to Alonso is about what Albon was to Verstappen in 2020. I'd say. I don't know if you agree or disagree. 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 <laughs> Go. This is gonna sound so weird coming out of my mouth, right? I think Albon <laughs> to Verstappen is worse than Stroll to Alonso. Really? Mm-hmm. I think okay. Stroll is a lot better than people give him credit for. Actually, I will say, sorry. No, sorry it's okay. Go for it. Um, I will say that, like, at least with oh, with Albon and Verstappen, Verstappen was fighting for wins at the time in the yes. second best car, where Alonso is getting third in the second best car. Yes. So, I, I guess I do see what you're saying. Max there, yeah. is very much a very top driver. Not that Alonso isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that Max is very much at his prime right now, I would yeah, say. And true. As for Stroll, he's underrated, he's underappreciated, mm-hmm. and agree. he's overhated, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know, if he goes for moves, we saw it a lot last year, he, he'd he maybe have a battle with Seb or something, and a lot of people yeah. would be like, why is he doing that? Well, he's racing his team. He had some solid he's, races. Yeah. yeah, and let's think about qualifying. Yes, Alonso has been out qualifying Stroll. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't by much, to be fair, both times this year not by significantly much but and and, yeah it's just a tight cloth even if we look back at last year stroll versus vettel stroll was still putting in some pretty decent quality performances it was no guarantee that vettel would be out qualify stroll Mm -hmm. or even out race stroll in the actual race itself exactly Um, you know stroll actually with albon and max I love Alex. We know I love Alex. (laughs) But it was pretty much a guarantee that Max was going to qualify above Alex. Stroll and Alonso, bit less clear cut, I'd say. Um, Mm -hmm. And same for the race. And I think the biggest talking point with the whole Stroll-Alonso thing is, right now as well, you have to keep in mind, Stroll is driving with like one fully functioning limb. Oh yeah, (laughs) I did forget about that. He is literally, like, he has recovered from so incredibly from his um injuries um i don't think we got to talk about this in the last episode of the cool down stroll room. broke his wrist yes he broke his wrists That's not- <laughs> wrists plural <laughs> yeah, and a toe <laughs> i think that was it you don't need toes for formula one don't, no you can't <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> um yeah but he's basically he's been going through some recovery right now um and it was fairly soon after the race. I don't, yeah, like I was saying, I don't think me and Neil got to cover this um, last race, but we actually saw a video on Stroll's Instagram and other socials where he actually showed his recovery process over the last two weeks. And it was incredible to see, really. It just made me respect the guy even more. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. honestly, fair play to Stroll for getting back in the car like that. It, it really is a big achievement. Um, so just the fact that he's able to keep up with Alonso is huge in my opinion you've got to keep in mind Alonso two time world champion and then Lance Mm -hmm. Stroll is like he's not even won a race so huge props to him in my opinion yeah I stand corrected I'll I'll admit that yeah Yeah. there we go Um, (laughs) and there's still so much left to be like there's only been two races yeah yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how Stroll compares throughout the rest of the season though yeah and um, I, I do have hopes for him. Before his um, accident, I did actually predict in one of the previous... I think it was... I forget which video it was. But there is a video. There is video proof somewhere on my channel. And if you find it, you get a free cookie. <laughs> um, <laughs> there is video proof of me saying, I think Stroll 
will outperform Alonso in points. <laughs> like he will be higher than Alonso in the point standings at the end of the season. Again, I didn't know he was gonna like break both his wrists. <laughs> I yeah. can be excused for that now, but I stand by what I said. I do genuinely believe Stroll has a chance to really compete with his teammates now. Yeah, so, anything can happen. Yeah, and absolutely. we'll see as the season goes on. And it is a bit okay. of a spicy prediction, so yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Well, actually, you, again, again, you're the host. Um, you're, we're the co-hosts, so you yeah. go for it. Um, yeah, so forget? that's like... No, I'm... Okay, go I mean, it. you know, just kind of moving on with the rest of the race stuff, to be honest. Like, um, what was notable about that race, do you think? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, the McLarens, again. Oh, yes, the McLarens. <laughs> that car is not great right now. And, and they had front was... wing issues. I will like... say... Something to note because we're talking about the weekend as a whole, right? Yes. Piastri qualified. Piastri. P nine. So you know there is... is some pace in that McLaren. Huge. And along with that, um, this is something Neil pointed out in the group chat. Yes. But we love Piastri's. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Piastri's performing better than Ricardo did. In. <laughs> we're going there okay i like this i like this discussion this is a very because interesting one he's on pace with lando generally he is oh obviously it's it's tougher to say with a slower car because they are in last right now compared to fighting for fourth yes. last year and but it's it's quite a volatile car as well like we don't know exactly mm -hmm. what lando is having to do um that's mm -hmm. making piastri look so good so <laughs> why am i defending ricardo um <laughs> no, I mean, Ricardo's, again, Ricardo's a great driver. 100%. And 100%. You know, we'll see more often, but Piastri, I I think he, you Piastri's know. Piastri's a just, rookie. You've got to keep that in I, mind. Ricardo joined McLaren with many years Exa of I'm not. Experience. I'm not saying Piastri's a better driver. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. Yeah. I'm just He's saying just Piastri the is right driving now. the McLaren better than Ricardo did last year, as yeah. of two races. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it might have been Neil who I talked about this with, but it's very much certain cars just don't fit certain drivers. Exactly. And that mm -hmm. was a big issue that we saw with Ricardo at McLaren. You know, we know Ricardo is capable of some really great exactly. races. Um, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying Piastri's driving with McLaren. Yeah, as, I mean, Piastri has fast. been very impressive. I, he I know been, he, he wasn't off to a great start in Bahrain, but that's, you know, <laughs> that's just how it straight. happened. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, Saudi Arabia, he really did make up for that, I'd say. He, yeah. He's really shown that he can stay consistent. He, he even got in a battle. He was battling with his mm -hmm. own teammate, Lando Norris. Yeah. And then he even was fighting with, who was it? Sergeant, who we're also going to talk about. Yeah. Um, stay tuned for the sergeant <laughs> yeah. shout out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they they were Piastri was able to keep really close to Lando, mm -hmm. so go Piastri. And, and I mean, we knew he could do good things. He has a great yeah, track record. He's very and, capable. Yeah. And I will say, with that, like you know, maybe put Piastri in a Red Bull, and he's not doing it as well, or put him in. <laughs> You know, maybe it is maybe the McLaren just because you know Lando also came in as a rookie and he's been yeah. doing very well in the McLaren. So, yeah. Um, so well done, well done, Oscar. 
Yeah. <laughs> I would say if you're listening, but there's no way. <laughs> so, yeah. well done to Oscar, though. Um, we do need to talk about Logan Sargent as well. Um, another of the rookies, very much involved in a battle with Norris and Piastri. You're mm-hmm. the American. What do you Ugh. think so far of I... Logan Sargent's yeah. endeavours this season? I, I so far I love it. I'm, I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere, like kind of did. obviously he was he was in the Williams Academy, and it's not like Latifi was putting up much competition, but like all of a sudden in F two last year, he just he won like two feature races, and he got to the point where he could get a super license. Yeah. So it was kind of like, will he get a super? Will he? Will he get a super license? Sort of thing, yeah. and he was able to maintain. I think third in the. For, he ended up fourth in the championship. Um, but that still was enough to get him the super license he needed. Yeah. And from there, Williams just kind of made the move because, you know, they yeah. they didn't need Latifi as much and they decided yeah. part ways and Sargent got the spot. And I imagine some people didn't expect too much out of Sargent, but he's doing pretty darn good. Uh, of the three yeah. rookies, we've got DeVries, Piastri, and Sargent. And all of them are in the bottom five of the standings right Obviously. now. Obviously, yeah. Like, just oh, to be curiosity, clear. curiosity, is it and... five that haven't scored points yet? Is that what it is? No, it's like seven that haven't scored ah, points okay. yet. So who hasn't yeah. scored points yet? Okay. Bit off topic, so, so, Yeah, no, Sonoda, who got P11 in both Bahrain Ooh. and Saudi Arabia. So, like, he's so close. And also, quick, quick, while we're talking about Sonoda... He's he's doing pretty darn. I know yeah. that there was there was pressure like you know if DeVries outperformed him, then yeah. Sonoda would be in trouble. But it the doesn't fact look that, like there's a risk of that. yeah no it's not that yeah and and Nick DeVries isn't doing badly or anything just like yeah. he's not he's a crushing rookie. Sonoda. he's a rookie yeah, yeah exactly he's just um, we weren't sure how he was gonna come in you know DeVries was gonna exactly. come to the team you know he's won Formula E and mm-hmm. he's got some good experience under his belt but we weren't sure how that was going to translate to F1. Obviously, now we can see he's a rookie. Um, yeah. <laughs> will he improve as the season goes on? I would definitely say so. I bet. Um, he's going to like get points eventually, yeah. I imagine. So I we'll think as it stands, great job by Yuki so far. So, yay! Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Yuki is in P14 overall with two P11s. Um, Hulkenberg isn't, hasn't scored a point. I will say with Hulkenberg, he's, he's been to Q3 both times. He's got the quality pace. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, he finished P15 and P12. Then we have Logan Sargent in P16. God bless um, America. And he he was in the top 12 both races for a yeah. lot of the time. He lost out a few positions towards the end of Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um. Do we think that might be oh, yeah, the entire strategy? I wasn't following Sargent's race. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. Okay. I just assumed, I just assumed Williams is slow enough that yeah. he couldn't hold them off anymore. Yeah. Um. Then Joe is in P17 with some decent performances, a fast <laughs> slap. Um. He's separating the rookies, so it's Sargent then Joe, then DeVries with P14 twice, and then Piastri who had one retirement in P15. Um, with that being said, last place in the championship is Lando Norris. So, 
Ouch. Which is, you know, he's it's it's rough. It's rough. Yeah. But what I'm saying is we don't have much comparison for the rookies. They're all in pretty bad cars this year. Mm -hmm. Um so I'm it's not it's the not the three worst cars at the moment. It's not it, Yeah, I'd say the three worst cars. It's not that Sargent is even the best of the rookies. Yeah. I'd say I'd say the Williams at least has pace over the McLaren. I think they're it pretty depends. I mean, I, I don't know. It depends it's on the day. Because Piastri out yeah. I think I like think the they're McLaren doing pretty can well. Clearly qualify into Q3, mm -hmm. so it's got the pace. Yeah. I think it's just lacking the reliability and durability. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I think Sargent is just getting more out of the Williams right now, and they're all doing what they can with their cars. But yes, you know, so no points from any of the rookies. You mentioned yeah. a bit about Sargent's rookie career and him kind of coming yes. out of nowhere. <laughs> Um, I yeah. do want to just add to that. I didn't really follow Sargent's junior career. I was always aware of him, but he was never someone mm -hmm. that I was particularly watching closely. Um, I think the first I heard of him was that somewhat infamous F3 finale between... Yeah, he, he, he actually... He actually the um... one thing I hear about Sargent, just while you look up the stats, yeah, the one thing it. I um, hear about Sargent is you can't the numbers don't say everything for him. You can't tell how mm -hmm. how well he's done based on his actual points or results. He apparently was often the victim of bad luck, wrong place yes. at the right time. I mean, the wrong okay. time. Kind of missing out just by a, an inch. Um, yeah. So his, his Let's talk... <laughs> resume is Sorry. actually a lot stronger yeah. than it initially appears. Mm -hmm. Now, what do you want to share? <laughs> Let's talk it's... about the 2020 Formula 3 Championship. Now, this was... This I I I was I got into F one in twenty twenty, okay. but I wasn't looking at F two F three F stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Logan Sargent in the final race, um, going into Magello looks like Magello the final yes. race. I'm assuming. Yes, I'm aware um, of this. Logan Sargent was at one hundred sixty points. He must have been leading the championship. He was leading the championship going into the final race, looking at the points. Because he retired in that, and he from lost by I four hear, points. From what I hear, he got crashed into. Poss possibly. Because um, I I didn't watch it. I wasn't watching Formula Three when that went on. But I yeah, was in a there are only two retirees of that race, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was a crash. Who who was the other? Zendeli. I mean, I know who that is, but like, I don't, I don't know, know if he was involved or a championship contender or anything. So. I don't know. Point Actually, being, I seem to remember it was, um, I think it was Sergeant and Piastri, maybe? I seem to remember whoever it was. Piastri crashed... at least finished the race. Yeah. So whoever it was crashed into Sergeant went on to finish the race. That's what I Okay. Remember. I don't know. Well, that narrows it down to 28 people. But, <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> Anyways. Sergeant wasn't able to finish the last race, which I'm assuming R2 means feature race, just looking at Wikipedia. Yes. No, R2 is the sprint race, actually. There'll be, there'll be two races, though, in a weekend. Yeah. So yeah. Um... But yeah, it doesn't matter too much. I think we we get the point. Um, yeah, sorry. Whoever knows, actually, it can okay. Explain one to thing, us. one yeah. last thing. Yeah, no <laughs> going problem. into that race, looking at the point system, he was actually even on points with Piastri, and Piastri finished just barely high enough. Oh. Well, no, not just barely high enough, but it, Piastri got back? four points. No, it, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It was four points, but Piastri yeah. finished in P seven, so they weren't right. even going into it. And if they did crash, then that must have been somewhat controversial. Mm. But the point being, he nearly won the Formula 3 championship. 
Yeah. He also he got third in 2020 Formula Three, and then 2021 just I'm assuming wasn't a good year for him in Formula Two. Yeah, I mean it was his rookie year. You know, you can't always yeah. be expected to pull a George Russell or an Oscar Piastri. Yeah. And then um, 2022 he got P4, so yeah. he's pretty darn good. Yeah. Um, and I I don't know where his career is gonna go, but he's been doing fairly good as a rookie so far, and I'm proud to see an American driver doing well. In God bless America. Sport. Doing as well as they could for being in Williams, of course. <laughs> well, there we go. Yeah. All right, so it's time for my favorite part of the post-race mm. episode, which is awards. <laughs> um, so last week, it was me and Neil. We ran through some awards, some of our best moments. Just basically the, the cool-down room awards is every race we highlight in different drivers or moments or even rivalries in five different categories which are driver of the day which is our personal driver of the day we each mm -hmm. pick one um best move so whichever one overtake or just best move in general it could be maybe a driver that's transferred seats you know we can get creative with them best battle um could be on track could be off track you know could be ferrari versus their strategy you know <laughs> um flop of the week that's pretty self-explanatory and finally hidden gem my personal favorite which is where we highlight <laughs> something fun from the race weekend that perhaps a few weeks or months down the line people might have forgotten about um but we will always remember it here in the cooldown room immortalized in our cooldown room awards um so let's <laughs> so let's jump into it um with our first award which is driver of the day would you like to start this one off dan sure so i don't know who actually got driver of the day for this race first of all um i, I think it might have been max max is up there i seem to remember max got given it but i don't know but it doesn't matter I... who would you pick and you can pick yeah the fans voted what do we think? If you've got a few, like, um, honorable see, mentions, if, go ahead. Honorable like, mention to Max. Screw I, the brain, the if Max process. had won the race, I feel like he would get it from me. 100%. Um, as for actual driver of the day, I think I'm just going to go with Checo. I think he Checo, yeah. had a pretty clean, solid race, and he held that five-second gap, which really impressed me. For the, I did not expect him to win. So, yeah. Fair enough. That's what I'll say for that. What about um, you? Who's your driver of the day? So my drive of the day, I've... <laughs> I don't know. Um... I will say there, there wasn't, there wasn't much impressive stuff going on in the race. Yeah. I enjoyed the race overall, but it wasn't that impressive. <laughs> no, I would, I would agree to be honest. Um, I mean, contenders for me right now. I'm just gonna think out loud. Sergeant pops into mind just because he held that Williams really well. He's just been sure. doing a good job. However, he didn't particularly do anything spectacular. No, he didn't, um, yeah. Alonso, a contender. Um, strong race, 100th podium. Mm -hmm. um, Checo, obviously, and Max, obviously. Um, now, I did say Max last week, so I'm a bit hesitant to pick <laughs> Max again. Promise I'm not a like raving max fan who's gonna just say max every race i do like variety here so um oh. 
I think I'm gonna say Fernando Alonso. Yeah. Okay. Um, solid yeah. drive. P2 start took the lead at the start of the race. Um, yeah. Obviously, he did lose it to Checo, but I don't think that was really any fault of his own. The Red Bull just mm -hmm. had the better pace. Um, you know, we saw just no chance. And then he got a five-second penalty. Yes, it was a mistake of his own, um, but it was, again, just a really negligible thing, basically. Mm -hmm. It's not like he gained an advantage from it, but, you know, rules are rules. Um... He served his penalty. Penalty wasn't served correctly, but he didn't know that till after the race. So he got his podium, lost his podium, um, which is crazy, and we'll probably come back to that. Um, yeah, that's that's yeah. pretty self-explanatory, I'd say. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? So our next category is best move. Okay. So this will be one one potential overtake. Oh no! Yeah. No, best move is not next. It's. I don't care. There are five things we got. I, <laughs> I did my graphic the wrong way round to the. Yeah, the graphic is different down. than the text that you have written, but yeah. I don't mind either way. <laughs> okay, yeah. So which one? I guess best best move. Let's first. let's talk about best move. Let's start with the positive stuff. Do I go first again? Yeah, or... go for it. All right. Well, Stroll was still in this race. He he re he retired in this race. Yeah. When Stroll was in this race, him and Signs were fighting for some position, probably like P six, seven, eight, something around yeah. there. I don't really remember where. Then we see this radio message where Ferrari told Signs to box. And then, Signs did not box, but you uh... know who did box? Stroll. And because of that, with how the de degradation and stuff like that, <laughs> Signs was able to overcut Stroll and get that position. So you would. So it wasn't on track. I would say the best move is Ferrari, Ferrari and Signs. Cool. <laughs> I know, <That's>... right? <laughs> of all the things, there there weren't many significant. Like there were some cool overtakes, but yeah. just like. There that little fake out thing. Yeah, no, that was that was, was fun to watch. Like, if I, that was intentionally a fake out, or I don't, yeah. I don't know how it works. It could but, well have been a. I think the commentators even echoed what I said it, at the time. Like, do what, do, do what, what he doesn't do. Doesn't do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think overall, Ferrari made the yeah, correct choice, solid and that's decision. already good for them. And it ultimately <laughs> did make a big difference. Well, it didn't actually because Stroll retired. Yeah, Stroll retired like two laps later, get but a crucial overtake on Stroll. It, yeah, the overtake happened and it yeah. stuck. So yeah. Well that's my my best move actually, it's kind of similar. I I have a few contenders that I wrote down during the race. So my first mm -hmm. contender is it's Stroll overtaking science, actually, which is the one I thought you were gonna say until mm. I realized you were talking about the strategy. Um <laughs> it was lap one. Um I forget the okay. turn number, but it's that kind of curvy straight bit like the curvy goes... part yep <laughs> yeah you it, know everyone like, remember the, the curvy, curvy part, part. <laughs> the, the one that curves <laughs> um yeah so stroll kind of just positions himself really well going into the corner and as he gets like the exit onto this curvy bit powers the around curve. the outside of science absolutely <laughs> was it yeah. technically a good move i don't think it was that incredible 
I think he just happened to be on the outside at the right time. But mm-hmm. my goodness, it was satisfying to watch. <laughs> it was like just nice. seeing the Aston Martin power around the outside of the Ferrari. It was a nice one. Um, we do Ooh. also have Hamilton overtaking Science as a contender for me. Um, I don't really remember it now. <laughs> no, either. I kind of forgot what happened, but I'm sure he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, and Joe yeah. overtaking Sergeant was another one I wrote down. That was a good move. I, re- I remember that kind of. It was a good move on Joe's yeah. part, yeah. I think I've ruled out I am going to save a stroll move on science just yeah. because that one sticks in my mind the most and it was really satisfying to watch. So, yeah, go stroll. Yeah. Um, right. Best battle. I'm going to go first. Battle. It's okay. Okay. Um, so, I'm pretty set on this one. Um, I decided to turn it into a three way battle um, Norris versus Piastri versus Sergeant. That fun little okay. scuffle at the back. Um, you know, we saw two rookies in the mix, Piastri and Sargent. It was really nice to see them getting involved in some wheel-to-wheel action. Bit frustrating to see Norris kind of stuck behind, but it was still a good a good watch and pretty mm-hmm. enjoyable. So that would probably be, yes, it was for T15 or whatever, but it was a good one. Yeah. It was good fun. <laughs> yeah. Right, they kind of me... carried the race, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. For me, there are like two that come to mind. And the one the honorable mention, I know Sonoda had some pretty good battles with, I think it was Magnuson. Yes. And the Alpines, too, as Sonoda lost some positions. But Sonoda defended pretty well until he unfortunately got dropped P11. Um, I want to talk about Max and Checo again. They didn't, like, have a battle battle. But I feel like just kind of the way they were going for that fastest lap. Oh, and yeah. that one point, they both, like, there was radioing from both of them. That's how fast strategic, is Checo going? How fast is that, Max going? That little, like, every step in the championship battle, that small battle, even though Checo won 100, clearly, and was going to win, there was still that one point that they were going for. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to say for that. Oh, that's such a good thing. You're great at this. <laughs> um, Cool. I've actually forgotten what the next one is. I bet I'll, flop I'll of the week. It's flop of the week! <laughs> <laughs> um if you want to start on this one i, need I to mean think, to be honest. what this is one i'm not as solid on what do we call a flop like someone who just like messed so, up or a driver or team or really anyone that kind of messed up yeah just generally and not necessarily the race could be quality as well just generally did not have a great time of it it doesn't necessarily mean they suck and always will everyone Mm -hmm. has their mistakes you know (laughs) everybody has those days um but i think it's just a funny one to highlight really just who 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 messed up Mm. the biggest um in your opinion tough in an affectionate Um... way It's a tricky I one, mean, isn't it? What what's going through your head right now? Like, what's the thought process? I'm trying to think of someone. Like, there were there are drivers that didn't do as well as we expected this week. Like, yes, Piastri started P9, ended up in like no, he yeah. started P8, P15. Um, Hulkenberg has be- has been in the top ten, started in the top ten both times, has yet to score a point. Yeah, Sonoda had, was high up, but I I don't know if any of those were really flopping. Like, I feel like they've all done relatively well, and they've just done everything they could. My the only thing that comes to my mind possibly is I guess drivers. Sorry, because... could you repeat that one? Your mic just went oh. a little bit. 
Um, the only one that really comes to mind is like the McLaren drivers, I guess, because Lando and Piastri both mess up their front wing in that like that that first lap, right? Yes. Yeah, and from there they they were just in the they were like last the bottom two for most of the race beyond that. Yeah. Okay. And that, uh, that's what I'm going to say. If you, Would you McLaren... maybe want to say Lando Norris then? Because I think well, Lando was a bit more of a flop than Austin. Well, what happened to Piastri? Well, Piastri had a front wing issue as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but Piastri at least qualified well. Piastri yeah. qualified well. Okay, let's so... say Lando then. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say Lando. But yeah. Lando's obviously a great driver. He just didn't... It was not. It's not his weekend. He's not happy yeah. with the car. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think fair enough. Um, so I'm gonna oh. contender would be Stroll's engine. <laughs> um, another contender, perhaps Albon's brakes. <laughs> Which don't get me started on that. And just McLaren in general. Um, I mean, what did McLaren do wrong that race? Just lacked. Like, pace yeah, again. they were last place in the championship, but. What what happened? Yeah, okay. Okay. Walk me through this. Like is there something specific that they did wrong? Just being bad in general. Fair enough. Um I'm actually gonna say the FIA. I considered the... that I was thinking about that when we started this. Yeah, go for, for it. Go for the it. Podium penalty shenanigans oh, that yeah. occurred. <laughs> um and just generally <laughs> generally just messing at all the drivers around you know they didn't even spot that Alonso's penalty was perhaps served incorrectly um and then they awarded a post-race penalty when they should have done it instantly and then they revoked the penalty and just generally very unprofessional and confusing behavior from the FIA <laughs> so my flop of the week is the FIA can I add to that yes. best move of the week then yeah. Um, I'm not changing mine, but just like an honorable mention, apparently Aston Martin came with like six or seven examples of other teams breaking the rule that Alonso got penalized mm-hmm. for. Um, but when they didn't get penalized, so that's why they revoked wow. the penalty. Well, that makes sense. I was not so, aware of that. Um, uh, I guess just looking online, but yeah. Yeah, I'll throw into the mix then another good move. <laughs> I, a little bit of a shady move, I will say. So after 2020, oh. yeah, you know yeah. what's coming. So after 2021, um, they banned teams basically snitching to the FIA on each other, basically saying, oh, you know, this guy's broken the rule. You should look into this. They're not allowed to do that anymore. They can't contact the FIA. Now, here's how Mercedes got around that. They basically said, George, we think Alonso might get a penalty. They basically told George Fernando Alonso might get a penalty. Now, why would they do this? Because there was no investigation or anything. Because they spotted it. Mercedes have a person whose job is to look out for other teams making <laughs> mistakes. Um, so this this Mercedes person obviously spotted that, flagged it up, and passed it to... this. It was passed to George Russell's race engineer, who comes on the radio and explains to George, oh, you know, Alonso might have a penalty. Now, as I mentioned... 2021 caused the ban on teams reporting these things to the FIA. But team radios are all monitored 
by the FIA. The FIA hears <laughs> everything. So if you mm. go to your driver and tell them, hey, this driver broke the rules in a pit stop, and the driver goes, oh, okay. <laughs> the FIA is going to hear that and think, hmm, maybe we should investigate that. So that was a very, Ooh. very sneaky and... Interesting. Playing by the rules, but kind of weirdly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an interesting one from Mercedes, and I guess something we'll probably see a little more of in the future, because it worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's actually not what I was going to... Okay. What That's not thinking? what I thought you were going to say. There, In the last few laps, there were some... Or maybe the last 10 laps or so, apparently both Checo and Max, at some point, I think it was like turn 21, 23, something like that, they just cut this corner. Like, they cut the corner because... And Crofty was saying it. He was like, these drivers can cut these this corner, like, three times before they get a warning. So they are using those three times <laughs> to get in the fastest lap possible to just gain those seconds or something. That's funny. And I, I found that really interesting. That. But, yeah. Cool. I noticed Max do it once, and I thought, oh, gosh, is he messing up or something? But, <laughs> no. no, they made it clear. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I guess that takes us to our final awards category, Hidden Gem, my personal yeah. favorite. Do you have anything in mind immediately? I do. Or do you want... Let me just oh, see if okay. I can find it. Yeah. Do you um, it is related to the podium stuff. Yeah, you can go ahead if you okay. have one. Um, so the one I came up with was actually a radio message that kind of was the, the Mercedes radio message um, where, where, they almost, where Mercedes basically told on Aston Martin. Um, I'm just trying to find where I quoted it just so I can get it get mm -hmm. it word for word or as word for word as we can get it um, yeah so Mercedes, Mercedes engineer comes to George and says no wrong way round <laughs> George comes on his radio and says Alonso has a five second penalty let's get him and George's engineer says George <laughs> Alonso served his penalty at the stop, and George is like, and now he now it was bleeped out, so I don't actually know what which swear was said, so I can't quite quote it word for word. But he said, "Ah, bleep!" <laughs> so a swear <laughs> was said. Um, it was just a funny moment, really. Like I got some secondhand embarrassment for him. It was a bit entertaining, really. Um, so yeah, that's that's my hidden gem, I'd say. Um, George Russell's. Alonzo penalty radio message. Mm -hmm. What about you? Um, so the whole thing with the podiums going on, the you know like he lost the podium first. George made the comment like, "Oh, I think Aston Martin and Alonzo deserve that podium." Blah blah blah. And then Alonzo got the podium back. <laughs> and then I I don't know if you can check Discord, but I did send you the tweet. I can check it on my phone. Um. And if you open that tweet, like, look at the... Because this is in reply to another tweet. And if you want to... If editors want to use that link to put that in. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's just Alonzo saying hola. Hola. <laughs> after. Oh, that is good. Yeah. That is good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to... Yeah, so for those who are listening on streaming services which we are available on streaming services oh cool. um the tweet is of fernando alonso kind of <laughs> his head is huge like his forehead is huge because of the angle um and you can see his eyes behind his sunglasses and he says hola you can just go look at alonso's twitter and see his replies yeah um 
yeah <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> funny it's pretty funny i do approve of this one and it's even funnier that george russell's saying fernando and aston martin deserved the podium <laughs> and then he got the podium back so it's like well you said he deserved it um <laughs> so yeah pretty funny really um I fully, I fully agree with your hidden gem, and I think that was a hidden gem. Even I missed it. So that is exactly what the hidden gems are for. So you had a better cool. pick, I'd say. So yeah, there we go. Do you have yeah. anything else you'd like to share about the Saudi Arabian Grand Prix? Hmm. Um, anything at all? Anything we might not have um, covered? And I guess while you I think about that, I will ask yeah, the viewers and the listeners, I will ask you guys, is there anything else you want to see from us at the cooldown room in our post-race recap, review, analysis episodes? Is there anything perhaps you might want to hear about in future? Any new segments you might want us to add? Please do have your say. Drop a comment. Send me a message. Send me an email if you want to. Um, I love hearing feedback, so please do come and help us improve we're always open to it so yeah dan any idea or i think i'm good i cool. well yeah no i'm i'm good as well so hooray thank you everyone for watching <laughs> thank you dan for coming along Woo. and making your cooldown room debut um well your official cooldown room debut you did kind of appear on the first episode, but it yeah. wasn't. There was no branding at that kinda. point. Kinda. Uh huh. Um, it's been great having you as always. Shout out to yeah, the person that here. requested you back. <laughs> I forgot who that was, <laughs> but shout out to them. You know who you are. Um, yeah, I look forward to seeing you again. I forget which yeah. race you're next scheduled for, but I don't know. Either. We'll find out. It's going to be a surprise for everyone. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and to the viewers and listeners, thank you again. We really appreciate you spending your time listening to us silly geese um, waffling away about our favorite sports. <laughs> um, so yeah, you're awesome if you made it this far um, and I hope you have a great day. So yeah. bye from me and bye from Dan. Bye. <laughs> bye.